overwhelmed by clutter when you walk through the door? Are you tired all the time and stuck just getting by? With each day being a carbon copy of the next and no time or space for yourself? Hi, I'm Sarah and I was you, so I understand. You're a busy mom, whether at home or working full time, feeling like you're in survival mode. There isn't time for more because you're just putting out fires, overwhelmed by all the stuff and aching for something more. That's what the Simple Intentional Podcast is here for, to support you. Whether it's to clear clutter, ditch the overwhelm, and create ease and simplicity, figure out how to be more intentional in your life, or inspire you into action. Each week, I'll share things like practical and actionable tips you can start using immediately to start living more intentionally and create your life, as well as interviews with people that will inspire and educate you. I'm a full-time working mom, wife, and lover of all things simple. After a stage four cancer diagnosis in 2014, I started on a path to change how I was living. And I'm sharing with you everything that has helped me move from a stressed out, people-pleasing perfectionist to calm, in control, and feeling like the best version of myself. So grab your earbuds, a cup of tea, and join me to start making powerful shifts in your life today. This is about so much more than stuff. Hello, and welcome back to the Simple and Intentional Podcast. I'm Sarah, and this week I'm going to be talking to you about how to put your focus where it matters. In our busy world where a million and one things demand our attention, finding focus is so important. And I'm guilty just as much as anybody of getting caught up in that busy trap, checking things off the list because it feels good. But when we find ourselves in stuck in that cycle, it's really good to pull back and try and notice where we're putting our focus and shift it to where we actually want it to go. So I'm going to share with you five ways that you can put your focus where it matters. So number one is ask yourself what you want. What is it that you actually want most in life? How do you want to live? How do you want to be spending your time and your days? I think this is a great opportunity to go for a little walk or get a little bit of space to sort of think about this. And writing it down always helps as well. I think you can gain a lot of clarity from just putting pen to paper and just writing out your thoughts. Um, But this is a really important question. And you don't want to just answer with those sort of standard answers like, oh, I want kids and a house and yada, yada, yada. You want to think a little deeper than that. You want to actually dig in and say, okay, so I want a house. Why do I want a house? What is it about a house that would make me feel a certain way? And why do I want that feeling? And sort of start to ask yourself some questions to dig into why you say that you want certain things and why they matter to you. Because those are great things to want, but just make sure that you understand why you want them and what is the feeling that you think you're going to achieve by having those things. So more, the deeper you go, the more detail you add, um, you know, imagining later in life if you didn't have those things or what you want your future life to look like, um, that can help you also gain an idea of the things that you do want. Because let's say you imagine yourself being um, an active and involved grandparent. So 
you probably need to think about, you know, maintaining your health and your activity level, um, living in pros, close, sorry, close proximity to where your kids are, that sort of thing. So you want to think through what it is you want and why. And the more detail you can get out of that exercise, the better. You can also return to it over and over and over again to refine it. Because the first time you do it, you might think you want certain things. um, But then as you start to work towards them, you might realize, actually, that doesn't feel the way I thought it would. um, Or it's not actually what I want. So you can make changes along the way. You know, um, part of making decisions is being flexible enough to come back and shift the decisions that you've made, um, you know, and not getting too tied to to what you've set out. Um, And then number two is going to be recognize where you've placed value. So currently... Where are you putting your time, your energy, and your money? Where are those um, three things going? Um, And write it out. Make a list. Like notice, okay, this is what I did this week. This is how I spend a typical day. Um, And notice, like I spend this much time on, you know, running errands, Um, how can I make that more efficient so that I have more time for exercise or meditation or that hobby you've always wanted to start? So figure out where you're putting your time, energy, and money, and then um, compare it with the list that you created of what you want and notice where things aren't really lining up. So um, remember, I mean, this sounds a little scary but it's really helpful too that how you spend your days and how you spend your time is ultimately how you're spending your life so if you don't want to be spending your life running around doing a bunch of errands maybe you can think about what those errands are are they necessary am I buying stuff I don't need Um, could I make it more efficient could some of that be delivered you know think through how you can make things um simpler and give yourself the time so that you can line up with what you actually want to be doing because when we can get into that more solution orientated mindset it really helps us to create more um, of what we want because we are able to seek out solutions to what initially seem like problems um, and then make it all work and it's anything's possible So um, number three is going to be eliminate what doesn't line up. So you're going to notice when you do that comparison of what isn't really lining up and then you're going to start to cut things out. So this is kind of a tricky step because it may involve disappointing some people. It might involve like um, having to say no to things that we do like, but in favor of things we want more. So, um, you know, maybe you really like spending extra time with friends on the weekend, but you've always wanted to write a book. So you're going to have to choose to spend less time with friends on the weekend and more time focusing on writing your book. And so it's a give and take. It doesn't mean that because you're saying no to something now that you're never going to be able to, um, say yes to it but right you do have to make decisions um in favor of what matters to you most so you're prioritizing and then the next thing is going to be 
actually taking action and to start doing what it is that you want to be doing. So um, let's imagine you want to start taking a dance class because you've always wanted to take up that hobby and you've never done it. So step one of that could start, you could start looking for dance classes in your neighborhood And then step two could be, you know, speaking with your partner and like scheduling time to do that um, so that you can commit to it each week. And then you can actually book yourself into the class and get the things necessary ready for the class. And, you know, so these little simple steps, they're not big, but, you know, just making that decision and following through on it and acting on it, you're already making a decision that's going to feel great. You're making a choice about how you want to live and you're following through on it and you're putting your focus onto the things that matter to you rather than just getting stuck in that busy trap because we've all been there and we could all spend our weekends running around like crazy you know doing all the errands um just trying to like find some downtime um this is another thing that I often talk to women about is like what your downtime looks like and you know for for all of us, certainly sometimes we just feel like, oh, I just want to be able to like watch a movie or sit down or rest or relax. Um, and there's certainly space for that, but we want to have a balance of our downtime being not just, you know, sitting and scrolling and like zoning out or watching a movie, but like maybe it's going for a walk or it's calling a friend or it's doing some stretching or you know so think about what the downtime can look like too um so that you're actually like being more intentional about what you do with that time and then the last one is practicing gratitude um so I think this is really important because we can get really focused on um, achieving a goal or getting where we want to be and we get ahead of ourselves and then we're not actually enjoying the journey either and so you're constantly in this like achievement mode but you're not enjoying where you are and you're just looking to getting to where you want to be but the truth is is if you can't enjoy where you are now you're not going to enjoy where you get to either. I once heard this really great idea of how life is 50-50 and it's 50-50 where you are now and it'll be 50-50 where you are when you get there. Meaning that you're gonna still have bad days. You're still gonna feel crummy half the time or I mean I shouldn't say half the time but you know there's gonna be ups and downs. So just remember that like you got to figure out how to feel good now because achieving that goal isn't gonna feel good if you don't know how to feel good um so part of that is having a practice of gratitude because it's the surest quickest way to feeling joy to finding things that are abundant in your life, um, to tuning in to all the goodness and to noticing. Um, I do find gratitude also a mindful practice because it pushes us to sort of um, sink into the moment, notice what what is around us, feel the goodness of it, think about why it's good, um, 
and really just enjoy the moments that we're living. And that so that's why I included in this list because when you want to put your focus where it matters, you also have to be able to focus on what matters, <laughs> if that makes sense. So you have to practice paying attention to what's good. You have to practice paying attention to what you're doing, what you're experiencing, and you have to practice paying attention and feeling gratitude for the things that you have and you get to experience um, because otherwise we're missing out on so much and we're not going to enjoy the journey. And so many people really do say, It's more about the journey than the destination and that it's so much more about who you become along the way. Um, So I think that that's important to keep in mind that, you know, focusing where you are, it's great to have forward ideas and future thinking, um, but make sure that you're enjoying your life as you live it as well. So those are my five tips for keeping your focus um, where it matters. So Number one was ask yourself what you want. Number two was noticing where you placed value. Number three was eliminating what doesn't line up with what you want. Number four is start doing or take action. And number five is practicing gratitude. So I hope that these help you spur into action, um, help keep your attention where you want it to be, and just take those small steps to create the life that you want and to have it look the way that you want it to look and have it feel the way you want it to feel. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. That's all for today. I'll see you again next week. And if you liked today's episode and found it helpful, I'd be so grateful if you would write a review. If you do, your name will be entered for this month's giveaway. You can also share with another mom who would be helped by listening. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Simple Intentional. Thanks for listening.